Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. Where the stars in this piece of shit? I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. And I am PK. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Beast Legends box set. Fucking garbage! Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. I know it's fun. You're like, hey, I found buttons. Let's push them to piss me off. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! I mean, I know what it is, but I mean, it's a Star Trek theme. Yeah, but but it's like it's like what if the Star Trek theme oh, was set in, oh, oh, in if it was in actually, the verse? if it was actually wagon train to the yeah, stars yeah. as Gene Roddenberry described it. Mm. This is as close as I can get to a spaghetti western sounding ah right ah uh, Star Trek theme for reasons. Oh right, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. So uh, happy New Year, happy New Year. Yeah, we're uh, we're back. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It is it is officially 2018. Uh, officially the first episode of 2018. Uh, Entering yeah. our 12th year. Uh, yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. No. 13? 13? 12? I don't know. I have to look. So. I never remember. I don't remember these things. So so uh, I just want to cut to the trace. Uh, the chase. Patreon. Yeah, what about it? Uh, we have one. We do. And it's excellent. It did quite well Party in the first Party. month. Uh, thank you. To everyone who pledged, double thank you for not changing your mind and pulling your pledge before December 31st. But let me say this. Yeah. Did you release the classic episode? I did. Where, where Was there a place that they were able to comment on that? Uh, they were directly on Patreon or in Discord, and I don't, I don't know if I saw any comments. No, that's what know, I'm saying. Yeah. I think we should set up a, a little room in Patreon for people to comment on... Those classic episodes. I could, I, well, you know what I'll do. I'll 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 create a, um, I'll create a separate channel in Discord. Yeah, yeah I'll call yeah. it Vintage Geek Stuff. Yeah, and uh, there you and go. People can chat about it there. And here's the reason: one, we have been right way ahead of time about thousands of things. <laughs> Conversely, we have been wrong 
thousands of times <laughs> about things over the years. Yes. And I just think it would be really interesting to be part of that dialogue. No, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I can do that. We'll, 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 we, will, we will set that up. So, yes, yeah. thank you to everybody. Um, a couple of new features that, we've, uh, oh. that I've rolled out on there. Um, early release. Deal gets better all the time. No, that's, that's not it. No. Uh, early release and <laughs> bonus content is no longer dependent on direct download. You oh. can still direct download. However, it is also subscribable via an RSS feed that is uni- unique to yourself. Um, so if you can search, you'll get through Patreon the RSS link. You can put it in your favorite podcast app or iTunes, and you will actually get a feed. So now on Tuesday nights, early rollout, you can just get it direct without having to download it someplace. You'll just get it the way you huh. get the episode normally. Nice. Oh, same, wow. with, same with bonus content. So uh, I'm I'm still learning. I'm learning things. Right. But uh, but yeah, so we're trying to improve it as much as we can. We have some big things in store for this month, hopefully. Should we announce the one I'm involved in? Sure. When, when, but we didn't decide when I'm going to do it yet. No, we didn't decide, but you can say that you're going to do an AMA. I am going to do an AMA. Yeah. I'm going to put myself out there, and you can ask me about anything. It does not have to be related to this show. It could be related to other shows. That's right. I may have been a part of one time or other. <laughs> Uh, or it could just be about you know anything. That's what the title implies, yeah. right? That I yeah. will ask me anything. Me. What we'll do, for and that. I will give straight up honest answers too. So be prepared. What we will do for that is um, you're not. Are you going to do it live? Or are you going to do it recorded? And you're going to take questions in advance. No, I th- no. I think I'll do it. No, I think I'll do it live. You'll think you do it live. Yeah. All right. So the way that will work is, in order to see that, you would have to sign up for the ten dollar tier. Oh, so um, unless. Well, you know what? Maybe not. We'll talk about that. We're okay. gonna talk. We'll talk about how we choose to release that. Yeah. Um, but uh, so yeah, we have some big stuff coming this month. It should be excited, uh, exciting. Go to patreon.com backslash bk geek stuff. I thought you were translating from the Japanese. Yeah. You will be excitement. <laughs> um, you can click on the link directly on our website. There's going to be a banner on the site by the end of this week as well. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That'll bring you directly there. So uh, and, you know there are links on Facebook and all of those. Other good things. So uh, yeah. so definitely check that out. Definitely participate in that. Uh, we do appreciate it. Uh, with that being said, this is episode 479. We are calling this one. Uh, billion with a B. There you go. Billion with a B. Because the last Jedi in just over three weeks. I think it was three weeks yeah. and two days. Yeah. Mm. Cross, um, cross the billion. Cross the billion dollar mark. How is that possible for such a terrible movie? <laughs> Well, let's talk about this honestly. Junkies addicted to Star Wars go see anything. Mm. <laughs> Let, let's talk about this honestly. Um, it's clearly not as terrible as some people right. make it out. Although that, although that, 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 whatever review, that other review score on Rotten Tomatoes did drop again. It was at fifty four or fifty five. The audience, down, yeah, it's the down, like, down to oh, like fifty one percent. And 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 I should be clear too. Um, the the notion that. Uh, income intake, yeah, uh, and uh, whatnot is an in- indicator of quality. Is not is is not. Uh, you know, money does not equal a quality film, and uh, you know, so I'm not taking that stance. Um, that's all. But one billion dollars made in just over three weeks is not single viewing. One billion dollars yeah, no. made over three weeks is multiple viewings by multiple people. So that I'd I think like that to, speaks to something. But I like ahead. to I like to put this out there in case people are yeah. a little confused. One billion is actually very many thousands. Very many. Yes. Very many thousands. Um, in fairness 
to this film and to all films that we have talked about on this show, because there are people that will say things if we don't, the drop off was staggering between week one and week two. Yes, but I, it, it, it fell into, into a weird like Christmas week. And it's also a second film. It did. Um, so I, I, th- there are people that, that are making that drop off a much bigger deal yes. than, than I think it is. And, and, and the drop off is staggering, but it still didn't affect what it, this no. is a record to a billion Market. dollars. Isn't oh yeah. It? Uh, no, I don't think no, no. so. Or close to it. No, Force, Force Awakens. Awakens Force Awakens was, was faster, faster to a billion. Yeah. Yes. You know, but it's a, it's a second film. There has been a backlash and there are people that are, that are trepidatious about going because of people complaining about of course. the film. I have several friends that are like, yeah, I, I, maybe I'll go see it. I don't know. But the, uh, um, the drop off was because of that. 73 or 74%, I think, that first Between week. Between yeah. week one and week two? Yeah, it was big. It was oh, wow. huge. But I, I, I struggled to make a big stink about that because it, it, it fell right, right on a, on a, a very, a, just an oddly placed holiday weekend in the first place. Uh, so I, I, I was expecting a pretty hefty. <laughs> It, it did, and and uh, it it the reduction was less drastic that second weekend, which of course would be New Year's weekend. So it, right, it, look, it's we have to talk about the drop. It was huge. Sure, I mean people are comparing it to Justice League, which had a drop of fifty percent, which, which is ridiculous. One and two, it's not ridiculous. If it's, look, if it, we if we're taking it as percentages, it's ridiculous. If we're taking it as it made like three times the money Justice League did in its opening weekend. I understand that. But in the spirit of fairness, we talked about the significance of a 50% drop-off. Correct. We so with that being said, we have to talk about this. In in the spirit of fairness, we have to of say course, that of course. it no, no, dropped I'm, 74%. It was, totally. a, it was a large drop-off. It's that's a big drop-off. That's, that's all I'm saying. That's well That's all well and good. But let's mm-hmm. also remember to put out there yeah. the fact that it made more Absolutely. money. And the percentages is the percentage, and that's fine. But but you know it's it's like we could say anything at a huge drop off in the middle, and I'm not you know sort of debasing what we've previously said. Yeah. What I'm saying is that it it, it is a matter of ratios. What I have like, heard, like the weight of an unladen swallow, yeah. as the <laughs> saying goes. What I have heard is um, some people uh, who have gone to see it a second and third time already this past week mm-hmm. have said that they've had actually trouble getting tickets at some theaters yep. because they've already reduced the number of theaters that it's showing in, right? It always has that huge yeah. boom. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. And, but shows are still selling out in some theaters, so Correct. that's a testament too, I and, think. And it should be said, it got dethroned <clears throat> this week. Did it get by, dethroned? By Jumanji. It did get dethroned yeah, by. Yeah, Jumanji oh, beat it. It's only two weeks in or three weeks in. Three yeah, weeks. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, I heard Jumanji is doing well, though. Yes. I heard it's really funny. I really want to go. I'm not even lying. I really want to go see I've it. I've wanted to see it since I first saw the uh, the trailers. I like the cast. Yeah. Um, I didn't hate the first movie. I, I like the concept of it. I didn't it like, seems really funny. I didn't like. Spa- I didn't uh, hate Space uh, Jumanji either. I liked Sathora. <laughs> I liked it. I'm not going to lie. So Space I. Jumanji. Space Jumanji. <laughs> when that came out, that's what we used to say. It's Space Jumanji. <laughs> Space Jumanji. It was really Jumanji in space. It but, was. But that was a John Favreau project. Well, then John Favreau ripped off Jumanji. Oh, no, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah. So, that's where Last Jedi is. Um, other other films are still doing pretty good in the box office. I know Coco is still doing pretty good, which I actually finally got to see over the past weekend. Um, I uh, I saw Downsizing. Yeah, I've I've heard. Liked it. Yeah, didn't love it. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I felt about Last Jedi. Hey, uh, hey, just a quick correction too, because I wasn't that didn't sound right to me. But Star Wars uh, still held number one. 
I according to so. Box Office Mojo it, this weekend. It made... Uh, it, it 52 made, million to Jumanji's 50. It made them news today that, that it was dethroned by Jumanji. So... Some wires are crossed somewhere. Yeah. Hey, I'm just telling you what I heard, man. I didn't look at box office mojo, (laughs) but uh, I'm telling you what I heard on the news, the actual news, is that it was dethroned by Jumanji. Um, Maybe it was just for the weekend. No, but that's what he's saying. He's saying he sees Star Wars uh, made 52, the other one made 50. So I don't know. It's, it's, you know, I think those numbers on box office mojo, um, are still uh, estimates. They probably won't have the firm numbers until tomorrow. Okay. Yep. I'm, I'm looking at it now. So, uh, Hollywood Reporter is reporting Jumanji overtakes Star Wars. Yeah. See there. So, um, well, I'm not insane. We'll get the full shakeout tomorrow morning. Right. Because uh, right. Box Office Mojo is normally a day behind. And with the holiday weekend, that, that stretches it a little bit. So, um, while we're talking about Star Wars, we can talk about John Williams, mm-hmm. the man, the myth, the legend. Yep, a legend in his own lifetime. What, what the fuck kind of reporting is this? <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Okay. PK is shaken and stirred. Okay, okay, okay. Sony's holiday hit, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, overtook Star Wars Last Jedi for the first time on New Year's Day, earning $16.2 million in North America. That compares to $14.5 million for Last Jedi. At the same time, Last Jedi beat Jumanji for the weekend with an estimated $67 million. Uh, pushing the temples over to one billion, blah blah blah. So, it beat it for a day. Oh, okay. Well, that's okay. Well, there you well go. yeah, okay. whatever. So nah. there's that. Okay. Well, that that's a that's probably a little bit of audience fatigue. That's kids being home. Uh, those sorts of. Although, what is what is Jumanji rated? Is it PG thirteen? I believe it's a thirteen. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, is so it? it's not it's not kid kids, but yeah. it's kids. I could be mistaken, but I think it's a thirteen. <clears throat> um, the first one was a little harsh, so yeah. I imagine this one is. Uh, and look, you don't you don't put. Kevin Hart <laughs> and like Jack Black and that's, that's true. That, that's a cast and a half uh, as well, far Kevin as Kevin Hart certainly. Yeah, yeah, well he's the half. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Kevin Hart as a short joke. Nothing else. Nothing else. Uh John Williams. <laughs> wow. John Williams. Uh the eighty five year old music legend is said to write the theme um for the upcoming solo film. Solo, a Star Wars story coming to us in May. Of uh, this year. I hope he just takes the Indiana Jones theme and somehow just riffs on it. Yeah. And that's what ends up being the solo. <laughs> he did, he like just reworks the notes backwards. Yeah. <laughs> I saw some uh, I saw something else today regarding solo. It was um I guess it was a tweet that Ron Howard put out there and it was just um it was the inside of some sort of vehicle with what I assume was young Han's hands controlling it. And it just read oh, our first glimpse at a new speeder. How the fuck can you tell it's a news beater? You literally see like a control. That's it. It's and, always like, allowed to show. And a dial. Uh, that's it. Like <clears throat> a finger. That's it. And the hand. He looked like he got a bandage wrapped around his hand. Might, it might not even be Solo's hand for all I know. So this thing is May. We don't have a trailer yet? Does that sound a little nuts? Um, Or am, am I uh, no, you ahead know of what? the game here? Wait. It's not, it's not this May. Is yeah, it, it is. It's May, May 2018. May. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the release this that's, year. Oh, that's, that's the one that they're bouncing back to the spring. That's the one. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. So, no. Um. We'll probably get a trailer real soon. Mm-hmm. I would think. I would think in the next couple of days. To be so, honest, with yeah, you. I was surprised it wasn't in front of Last Jedi. If it, I must have thought it was, unless later. they stretch it to the Super Bowl, right? Because be. that's February first. That first be. view at a Super Bowl yeah. uh, commercial. That's uh, so that's not a bad th- spot. They might stretch it. And look, let's be honest with you. Do they really need to put out a trailer this early for this movie? Nah. No, nope. you know what I mean. 
most people are going to see it just because of what it is. Yep. I don't think you're you're not you're not going to have a hard time selling this to most audiences. I would think. Right. Right. Um, and, you know, unless you hate all Star Wars films now, and you're not going to. Well, yeah, I mean, all those people say, "I will never watch I another hate, Star I hate Wars film." Everything. Again. I just, I just want to say, Laser I, Swords. I, I do want to say this. Outside of the confines of this show, which is an entity unto itself, I don't, I don't normally go on multi-week rants about movies that I don't like, like Justice League, for example. Right? I talked about it pretty rough the first week. We we discuss our problems half. with it and and move on. That that's we, but even that's the out, that's what out, you do outside of the show though. Even on like social media, yeah, I don't think same. I really lashed out. And then every now and again, we'll throw a jab at it. I you know, I had my say but, quietly, privately on yeah. Facebook about Justice League, which was just like I I, mean, I, he, yeah. I wasn't happy with this. Here's what I was happy with, and that's that. that. But I, that's what we opened with. But you know? remember we opened with stuff that yeah. we, stuff that we liked. Yeah. But this past week, I've had to now not defriend, but I've had to unfollow. Like five people, the Crusades people are going on, on Facebook is... because it's it is it it's every day. And it's like that one guy every day yep. who lambasted Thor, and I had I just oh, I had to stop. I had to guy. follow that guy. That and guy. now <laughs> and now there's a crew of people. It's every day. There's a new meme <sighs> or a new joke or a new and it's about like, Star Wars. You got you got to let it go. It's but at the butt. It's 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 it re- it's really just butthurt. Yeah. That's really what it is. It's butthurt. It, it, we, we didn't. We how many times have we said this? We we didn't get the movie that we wrote in our heads Absolutely. for the past two years, yeah. and people are freaking the fuck out. Of course. But the the thing that upsets me the most in all of this, and I'll continue to see Star Wars films, uh, and until I can no longer do that because you know death. But uh, I, I, it's it's so exasperating. Just just let this stuff go. Yeah. You didn't like it. I get it. But you, the, these people have, have managed to suck all of the joy <laughs> out of it. Star Wars for me. I don't discuss it anymore. That's like, why I've I, just – I've stopped following the, those the people. Probably, the most frustrating thing is is nearly every discussion that I that I have stumbled upon, either amongst friends yeah. or in a in a Star Wars-related thread, like a, pro- a promotional from the actual Star Wars official accounts yeah. or things on Twitter or uh, some of the forums, nearly and, – and in person, too – Nearly every single conversation, which is a conversation purely of people that are expressing joy right. for The Last Jedi and people that that love the film and are discussing the film itself, uh, the story of the film itself, sure. where it can go and, and what we can possibly expect. You know, speculation, the fun stuff from people who clearly enjoyed the film. Right. And there's always got to, there's always one fucking asshole. Always one. That interjects in there and starts berating people about how terrible the movie is. Like, like you're going to sway somebody's mind. Instead, just look like an asshole and get yourself unfriended or blocked. Right, exactly. And it's, let it go. It's It's a conversation not for you. Scroll the fuck by it. It's so silly. You know what though, PK, you have to, you have to thank, you have to thank the controversy um, because it allows you to weed out assholes like that. I, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, there that's, is that. that's kind of what I take it as because it's like, oh, okay, this is thank, thank you for showing your colors. Click goodbye. Yeah, right. You know? And has helped my block list on uh, on various social media places. And again, I haven't unfriended anybody <laughs> over it because I'm not. It's to me, it's it's not that. But I have, I've have had, I put people in timeout. Yeah, for a couple weeks. You know, the whole thing like take a break from somebody on yeah. uh, on the Facebook, right? That's it. Yeah, yeah, right. You do you do the unfollow, and then you you go back at some point. You you know you. But yeah, you got to put them in timeout. Yeah. You got to say no. You can, no, you can you set a timer. Funny. You can set a timer yeah. now for the unfollow. With the, yeah, uh, I think it's under take a break, and you'd be like <laughs> uh, a week. 
two weeks, two weeks, yeah. whatever, and then uh, and then they just pop back up again. Yeah. And if they're still going, you take just, another fucking break. That's if you it. Go back in the corner where you belong. That's funny. Asshole. <laughs> right. Uh, we got word today, or yesterday, I think, The Revenant's Mark L. Smith is now set to script Quentin Tarantino's R-rated Star Trek film um, coming sometime, yes. So... Beat me up, motherfucker. Um, it is... I, I, for some reason, I thought Tarantino was going to be writing it as well. That's what I thought, but I guess not. I guess but, he's just directing well, it. You know, but that so that's that's an interesting scenario because I thought Tarantino had an idea. I thought what started this whole discussion and what brought Tarantino on board was that he had an idea. Maybe he right, doesn't want to write it. Pitched. Yeah, but he had the idea. So maybe he, it's him he, he, and this guy. Maybe he passed it off. No, maybe it's gonna. It's the script mm-hmm. will spring from his treatment. Yeah. Yep, there could Which be that. Which means he would get a dual credit on that. Okay. There also exists the di- distinct possibility that I don't think he's going to follow through with this. I think something's going to come up and he's going to walk away. Yeah. I don't know. Because, he, I mean, it, this is just too out there. I, 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 struggle, I, hope, I struggle to believe this is a thing. I hope not. That's going to come to fruition. I hope not because I, think, I hope this is the start of a string of these kind of directors... You know, these kind of auteurs kind of coming in and taking or doing a take on something like a Star Trek. Well, it's it's interesting for me because one of the biggest, one of the early complaints for Discovery that I saw were some people weren't okay with some of the... They uh, they have some F-bombs. And and there were people that were not okay with it. They were very uncomfortable with the language that they chose to use. Star Star Trek is is a... Ultimately, kind of a family right show. I mean, it's it's started on TV, so obviously you can't, you, you have to be family oriented on uh, on especially when it started in the '60s. But it's it is maintained generally a a, a family sort of flow, and sure. uh, yeah, you, know, you get the occasional in the new films at least, and even some of the old ones, you get the occasional little profanity thrown around in there, oh, you double dumbass on you, yeah, yeah, and that, stuff like that. But that actually was you know in Star Trek <clears throat> for the Voyage Home, yep. Where they played a lot of things for laughs, like the language of the 20th century. Right. And they actually had, I mean, it was, it was several continuity jokes in that movie that had to do with language. Uh, PK mentioning one of them. And actually, Spock has a conversation with Kirk later, and he says, I've noticed that since we've been here, your language has been laced with, shall we say, colorful metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, that's just the way people talk. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I mean, I think they're playing it for uh, laughs, but you know, like Bones did it all. Bones did it in the first episode of Next Generation. He dropped some bitch or something like, I don't know what it was. Some bitch. You know, I don't remember something. But I I think throughout it's been, uh, it's been sort of uh, like, uh, it's been a very specific joke. This is more like just a straight up language change. Yeah. Right. You know, like yeah. in, in the language of that sort of universe. We've, we've always skated a, a, a PG PG 13 line. What? And uh, I, 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 I'm just struggling to see what, what is what is the benefit in shifting Star Trek towards an R well, rating? And, uh, and where where is the benefit in, in taking it out, taking the family dynamic out of it? For discovery and having you know having parents I, know, having to deal with f bombs in there wonder, when they're trying to introduce their kids to this world. I wonder if it'll be less about language. Because, look, Tarantino's known for a handful of well, things. violence, Language, too. violence, and sex, right? So I'm wondering if it's going to be less about language and maybe more about – maybe it's more sex. about violence. I don't know. 
it's going to be interesting to see what comes yeah, of it if it gonna, moves forward. I both mean, of those things are, are I know it's are problematic for Star Wars. Uh, Star Trek, Trek. I yeah. keep doing Star Wars. Um, right. Yeah, but both those are, are could be a, a problem. I, I I just don't know. I yeah. don't know. If, I don't know that it's even going to take off. It, I'm I'm a bit on an, an original uh, series kick again. <coughs> I'm just sorry. Kind of work my way. That was a joke. Why? I'm not. Um, they also haven't said about the Tarantino. They also haven't said what era he's doing. No, right? Because he is a humongous fan of the Next Generation, right? So you know whether he's going to try to cobble them back together in order to do a story, or whether he's going to whether it's going to be Chris Pine and company, which is what I hope it is, right? Um, that that also has not been mentioned or or. Or, or anything yet as to what, what era? Uh, who knows? Maybe, do. maybe this, maybe his film is the launch into next generation. No, you know what I mean. Maybe they're going to move past Kirk and Pine. Oh, and move into, into next generation. A new Picard. Yeah, I don't think so. And yeah, but but who? Know, why not? Well, I mean, at some point, look, not, at some point, Chris Pine might yeah. not want to do it anymore. Sure. And uh, what's his name? Zachary Quinto might not want to do it anymore. It, it also frees them from it. the awkwardness of having to figure out what to do with Chekhov. Because exactly. They won't, they won't recast him. They won't they, recast him. been very clear about so, that. So, right. So maybe maybe Tarantino, who has a love for Next Generation, maybe his concept maybe is... Maybe he does that. Maybe his concept is, be I've got an idea... How to move it past how how this original series into next generation? How next generation looks yep. in the Kelvin universe? Yeah, that's interesting. And we, and we we could go do the same format with the with the young, sure, uh, Star Trek uh, next generation like they've done with the the Chris and, Pine era. Uh, James McAvoy could be uh, Picard. There you go. And it would give it would give you some <laughs> it would give you some. That's funny. It would give you some lateral mo- mobility to move away maybe from that little that little bit of family friendliness right uh, you know what i mean like maybe i don't know that's that's not a bad concept though you to really think that's what he might do you really deja vu it you old up carl urbane yeah and he's <laughs> and he's just wandering around just all like damn it just like just like uh what's his name uh deforest kelly was yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. yeah pilot yeah. episode next generation that's yeah, pretty funny that would be funny all right <laughs> in the in the nobody cares portion of today's news hey here it is. The Mad About You revival is in the works with Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt. <laughs> uh, it's a Mad About You revival is in the works at Sony. Um, the site, uh, it, apparently it's going to take place with the two characters dealing with emptiness syndrome. Wow. wow. That's a recipe for. Wow. For something. I would, you know, I'm going through the, I'm going through the list before we start the show. And I said, we had to look it up. I said I would rather see the one with Jamie Lee Curtis and Richard Lewis. Right. Uh, anything but love. I'd rather see that 25 years later, whatever it is, 30 years later. I'd rather see where that story is. Yeah. Because Richard Lewis is almost, you almost can't look at him because he looks so weird now. How many years was that show on? Four. Was, how many years was Mad About uh, Mad oh, That show was four years. Four okay. years, yeah. Mad About You was nine, nine years. Almost nine years. Yeah. It was yeah. nine years, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was on a long time. Flying under the radar, mind you, but still on the air. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's funny. I, I remember at a time when I was working at the Sun Coast, oh. I actually had, I might even still have, a couple of seasons of Mad About You. I liked, I liked that show. I did not like um, it, but it's just, who cares? Isn't it in the same block well, as uh, My Two Dads? Weren't they, weren't they kind of back-to-back with each other? Or, uh, no. Was that ABC? No. Uh, oh, it was it NBC. 
It might have been, yeah. I don't know. And well, Mad About You was definitely NBC. NBC, yeah. 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 But I thought um, Two Dads was ABC. No, I think that was NBC. Too. Oh, you know, it's it's weird because we have we have these things going on. These revivals. You had Fuller House, which is now going into its third season. On Netflix? Did it yep. get picked up again? Yeah. Oh, yep, yep. Right. It got picked up again. X-Files back tomorrow. R- Roseanne uh, is coming back later Ro- this year. Did you see the pictures from the Roseanne? <laughs> John Goodman is... He's rough. But he's but but he looks healthy. He just I, looks old. But it's... I don't know. John Goodman is one of those guys, I think, that looks better heavier. Well, that's because you're only used to seeing him heavier. Yeah, it's just, he's he, yeah, but he does. He looks healthy. I mean, his and, ca- you know, his character looking alive is, is really is really the miracle. It's really the miracle. Yeah, um, <laughs> who's gonna wake Roseanne up? Yeah, exactly. And, and then that will, that whole last season will have been a dream. Dream. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's how they'll that's how they'll work around. And the two Beckys. Uh, yeah. I can't wait I ha- to see how I they play it. that. Yeah. I cannot wait. And I love I love Sarah Chalk. So sure. you know. Um, any Are they both on involved. it? They're both on but one's it. Yeah. In a, who's in, who's no one which, knows which Becky is which or no or, one knows. Oh, no, knows. They're just in the show and nope. we, they're yeah. all <laughs> back. Every one of them, including both Beckys, are back. Every one of them is, is what's her name back too? Yeah, uh, Jackie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Aunt, Aunt, Jackie, Aunt Jackie, just fresh off her. I think Tony nominated, if not yeah. one appearance on Broadway. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happens is. Um, uh, the uh, Walter Bishop from Fringe shows up, <laughs> and he puts up a, a little gate, and then Roseanne goes back and forth. She goes to the reality where yeah. uh, Dan is still alive, and there's one Becky, and then she <laughs> bounces back to the other re- reality where he's dead, and there's the other Becky. Other Becky. I yeah. just, I, I, I got to figure it out. I hope they really just play it completely for last. Like she walks off in one second, and the other one walks back on in the same that would outfit. Be amazing. That would be amazing if they did. Yeah, it's making me want to watch it. No. The, 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 look, I'm going to watch... Roseanne was another show that I liked. I right? like, yeah, I like so, Roseanne, too. I as much as I... At, after a while, I don't know how much I cared about Roseanne, the person, she, but the right. show is hilarious. You know I mean, the, she's a lunatic, yeah. but I mean, the show is the show. The yeah, last separate one, the art from the artist there. Yeah. The last one to sign on for that revival was Johnny Galecki. I was m- literally my next yeah, question yeah. if he was aboard, yeah, too. he was the last. I think he's. I don't think he's in it very much. Because Big not. Bang is still going, Big right? Bang is still going. Okay. And and strong. It got, it's yeah. Yeah. still but, doing quite well. That, but what we do know about the Roseanne revival so far is that um, it's going to play a bit more on the next generation of kids is also right. going to be more involved, including a, well, a sexually ambiguous child of Johnny Galecki and, and what's her name? Sarah Gilbert. Yeah. Okay. I mean, in all honesty, Johnny Galecki only needs a cameo. He could be in one episode. It could be that they're separated. You know, yeah, I don't and think, he needs, yeah. he doesn't need a big part. I don't think so either, but I think that, I think it was scheduling. That was, oh, was kind it? of the I issue. It, yeah. it wasn't that he didn't want no, to. No, I don't think oh, it was okay. that he wanted to. I think it was a scheduling right. thing. Um, speaking of French, whatever happened to like whatever happened to any of those people? John Noble, what's he doing? John Tor. John what, what Noble popped up on uh, Sleepy Hollow, I think, for a while. He right, I remember um, that. I'm That's not sure what he's now. doing now. Uh, Anna Torv is on something else now too. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know what happened to Josh. Ha- not Josh Holloway. I know what happened to Leonard uh, Nimoy. Joshua Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, um, and uh, and the, what was the other girl? Um, uh, Astrid was the Astrid, character. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen her. I, I liked all of them. I yeah, mean, it, actors. It, it, I love that show. Great. Yeah, I love that show, top to bottom, start to finish. Um, and uh, yeah, they they're flown around. The only I, I haven't seen them. In yeah, too much, but I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure most of all of them are still working. 
you know, in some, maybe in some some form, maybe not in as high profile roles as they were in Fringe, but I think they're they're most to all of them are still That's out a show there. they should bring back for a movie. Fringe? Do a fringe reunion. I don't I, I thought they closed it out pretty nice. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know there's there's much more to tell on that story. I, I mean I would watch the shit out of it. Of course. I'm not sure where they could go. <laughs> Uh, Sci-Fi has officially given a premiere date for Krypton. It's March 21st, 2018, oh. so it's coming up Krypton. soon. Krypton. Um, of course, this is the uh, this is this this is the show that's sort of a a prequel to Superman. But what Superman? Its own universe. Yeah. It is it is a it is a separate its own thing. So we are in yet a third DC universe fourth well, fourth, if you count the animation, or uh, what else is out there? Well, there's the film. There's the there's the, the, the DCEU film yeah. universe. There's the CW universe. Right. There's now this Krypton. Right. In the Krypton universe. Right. There's there's Gotham. Oh God, and Gotham. Gotham. Yes. Um, and then you're about to have in the Gotham universe. And you're about to have Black Lightning. <laughs> right. Because oh, that's not right. That's not connected universe, either. Right? Yeah. Jesus is it, is he on the CW? He it's on the CW. Then they'll find a way yeah, to they'll, they'll figure flash out. Yeah, that, him in that there. won't yeah. uh, uh, that won't last. Yeah, it'll be Earth did, Earth Thirty. Did or you some see shit. this uh, this fabulous lineup of talent in Krypton? Uh, Cameron Cuffey, uh-huh. Georgina Campbell, uh-huh. Elliot Cowan, uh-huh. Anne Ogbonomo, uh-huh. uh, Rasmus Hardlicker, uh, Wallace Stay. <laughs> Aaron Pierre, uh-huh. Ian McGinney, and Sean Sippos. I defy anyone to tell me what one of those people has uh, done. Ian, M- Ian McElhaney. He's he's done something recently, but you know. But here's the thing. McElhaney. Here's here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. I have learned now, especially through this show, that I I cannot criticize casting, nope. especially if I'm not 100 percent confident in okay. any of these people. Yep. because they could be amazing. And we just don't know them. That's the Heath Ledger it's effect. That's it. The Heath Ledger. <laughs> I never criticize. Oh, oh, I don't know if I'd go the Heath Ledger effect. I'd be much more going the the uh, the this effect. The Stephen Amell. The Stephen Amell effect. effect. Yeah. Because Heath Ledger at least did some shit. Right. You beforehand. knew who Heath Ledger was. Name yeah. a Stephen Amell thing before yeah, Arrow. Exactly. But yeah, right. he's, I find he's really good. I've he always is. thought he was he on was that really soap good. opera, right? Yeah, he was. I think he was on some sort of soap. That soap, yeah, but yeah, that one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, <laughs> Let's, he was, I don't know, was spear he? bearer number two. <laughs> two more things before we take our first break. Uh oh, um, we got some new concept art for the new Sabrina show coming to Netflix. Um, I to believe later this year. Um, it it's look the, the the concept art is just kind of dark. And and horror sort of driven, and and that's the angle they're going for. That was the angle of the new comic book when it relaunched. Um, I think that's probably why it went to Netflix. Um, I'm okay with it. I'm I'm pretty excited to check it out. Meh. Um, and then one last yeah. thing, which is not on the prep sheet, but um, I don't know if PK watched it. I know you probably did not watch it, but Doctor Who. Yes. We got our Christmas special. Fantastic. Um. Oh, I did know you watched it. We talked yep. about it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, I did watch a Christmas special. You watched the Doctor Who one? No, I, I watched oh. I watched the Call the Midwife. No. One. Um so the Doctor Who Christmas special. What? It's aired. a good show. We got our we got our final 
We got our final Peter Capaldi yep. episode. Um, we got a very brief int- introduction to 13. Yep. Um, and boy, is she in for it. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's not a good way to start. Things. Nope. That's a, um, it's probably, that's one of the most cliffhangeriest of cliffhangers. Yeah, I think was, they've ended on a regeneration. And uh, I, it was a, it was a really good episode. Yeah. It was real, And it made me really, it made me realize that I'm really going to miss Peter Capaldi. He, he was fantastic. He was really good on that show. I'm uh, my, my who experience like Eccleston was, yeah. uh, I, I mean, I was a, a Tom Baker kid as sure. a kid. And watched some of the the other guys after him and, and kind of lost interest. But Tom then Baker, he, the guy with the scarf, Doctor Scarf, yeah. yeah. And then I kind of fell off after that. But uh, Eccleston, I thought was spectacular, and I and I love what I've seen of David Tennant. But I kind of tapered off, not just for just I don't want to even say lack of interest, but I just you know got distracted and just I've never gotten back to it. And there's also a trepidation because I know it eventually leads to Matt Smith, who I I don't do not like. I just so what I saw of him with my wife watching him, I just I I don't like that dude even, even though probably um, my favorite episode of whoever is a matt smith episode mm-hmm. he's probably my least favorite out of the current yeah. run of doctors he's uh i know there's a struggle to get through him so now with the experience of i started with capaldi uh i missed the first little bit of capaldi while he still had uh, clara, clara yeah as a companion and i joined him as uh, as bill came into the into the fold and i loved it i loved him yeah. and i love bill and I'm, I'm on board i'm almost wondering i don't know that i necessarily even need to go back at this point Unless they refer something, and I can nah. maybe go back to an episode and, and see what they're referring to, you know, I, in future I, episodes. But I, I just don't know that I need to bother I, with it. I would say there's a handful of episodes that you should watch. Right? Like you should. It couldn't hurt to go through Tenant because I love Tenant. Uh, so maybe going through his stuff would be a good idea. But though. like Matt Smith, I might skip Matt you Smith should entirely. watch the um, you should watch the Van Gogh episode. That's a Smith episode. It is, and it's quite possibly the best written Doctor Who episode I've ever seen. I mean, oh, okay. like I cry when I watch that episode. I'm oh, not wow. gonna lie, okay. that is a tearjerker of an episode. Um, so, but yeah, so we got we got the we got the end of Capaldi. I loved what's his name uh, 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 from Harry Potter and etc. and Game of Thrones as Doctor One. Uh, I can't. remember. Oh God, yeah, uh, 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 Ramsey, David yeah. Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, that man was born to play Doctor First. Doctor First. Yeah. Like, I, I, unbelievable. Yeah, he uh, they, was great. And they really handled him very cleverly, like br- bringing him into this timeline yeah. and, and, and handling that story and then bringing him back to that timeline for the for the resolution was really slick. Um, he was awesome. And then uh, Mark Gaddis, I thought, was terrific as the captain. Yep. Um, very, uh, Mark Gaddis is terrific in general anyway. Yeah. But, uh, Mark yeah. Gaddis, for those of you who don't know, really, he's, uh, really he's Mycroft on Sherlock. Yes. Ah. Um, but yeah, it was a great send off to Capaldi. I'm excited to see what they do with 13. I, I am not one of these. I'm not going to watch 13s because of the female. Like I, I'm, I want to see what they do. I'm yeah, interested it's Doctor to see Who. what they do. If you're um, a fan yeah. of Doctor Who, you're going to watch Doctor yeah. Who. I hate, uh, I hate protests. That. Not watching is stupid. And you know, listen, if you, if you tune in and you don't like it, you don't like it, but folding your arms in protest is, yeah. is nonsense just because you, you know, stupid. I, I will say, I hate that woman on Broadchurch. But it's her character that I hate. Yeah, it's, it's not you know it's not her, the actress, but her character in Broadchurch. I have to watch stop watching that show for large periods of time because that character yeah. just drives me completely bad. A lot of people but, have that yeah. same complaint too, but but I don't. Yeah, I I think but the, that's the, the performer uh, herself yeah. is going is uh, we have we have yet to see what the uh, what what we have in store for. Uh, Dr. Mork, I've been yes, calling her Dr. after Mork. we've had the costume revealed. <laughs> so um, yeah, so we will see where that goes. Did but, either uh, of you check out Bright? No, no. Um, I want to check out. Yeah, Bright. I do too. I was I, I've to heard that. less than great things, but yeah. that doesn't stop me from wanting to watch it. 
I did watch the first, let's call it, three episodes of The Toys That Made Us. Oh, I haven't had a chance to start yet, but I've heard nothing but good things. Really, really good things. Yeah, I've heard yeah, really, really good things. Really, the first Our friend was, Randy was in episode two. It was episode one. One, oh, okay. In the Star Wars episode, yeah, yeah which I thought was really great. Uh, and, and he actually has a toy that I was looking for myself, which I found was odd. But, uh, yeah, and then the second one, I think, was Barbie. I think the third one might have been G.I. Joe. Although, I, I thought I the I third just... one was Masters of the Universe. Masters of the Universe. Sorry, okay. yeah, Masters of the Universe. And uh, so I've watched uh, at least that many of them so far, and I they're think really they're good. really great. Yeah, really, We watched really the, um, uh, my wife and I watched the, uh, the, uh, the Star Wars one and the Masters of the Universe one so far. Oh, you skipped the Barbie one? Um, I think she watched it. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't get a chance to tune you know on that one. I was, re- you know, it was really interesting. Right. And I'm, I'm obviously not Barbie, not in my wheelhouse. But I found it really fascinating. I really fascinating how that got from where it began, and the origin of that doll will knock your socks off. Mm. Like how funny it is. Yeah, like, seriously, really worth worth a watch. Uh, to how it got to where it is today, and they go over some of the trials and tribulations yeah. <laughs> in the middle, which I thought was hysterically funny. Yeah, so. I definitely want to check that out. So that's on Netflix now. People can yeah, check that yeah, out. Yeah, definitely. And Bright, yeah, Bright's kind of like uh, a flip on the buddy cop thing, right? But yeah. in a fan, in a world in Shadowrun, and yeah, yeah, Shadowrun is what. It's, I, but it's Shadowrun the movie. You know, about. it's it's what's his name that directed it. Um, David Ayer directed it. Yeah, uh, Suicide Squad. Suicide and Squad. It's, uh, it's written by Max Landis. Yes, so, so it will not go across my eyes. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah nope. The, it, nope. It, it, yeah, there are some people. No, uh, noob. Yeah. Noob, noob, I want to so. check it out. So maybe if I get to yeah. it between now and next week, I'll I'll, I'll talk right. about it because you got Will Smith in there and you got Academy Award. At least nominee, uh, what's his name, Uncle Owen, who's yeah. uh, who's playing the orc Edgerton, partner, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Edgerton, yeah. So, like, I Captain I Boomerang, yes, Captain Boomerang, yeah. Also, ugh. <laughs> that's where you go. Ugh. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, so yeah. I think we could take a break. Yeah, I guess if you want. So, with that, uh, gentlemen, we will take our first and only break on this episode, episode four hundred and seventy nine. The one we call B, uh, billions is with a B. No, what what did we call it earlier? Billion with a B. Billion with a B. Yeah. Build your own R2-D2, the ultimate interactive droid. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Call toll-free now on 877-544-6779 or go to buildr2d2.com and we'll send you your first monthly pack, including four magazines and model parts. All for just $9.99. Your R2-D2 model comes complete with voice recognition, sensors, remote control app and camera, plus magazines packed with fascinating behind-the-scenes facts. Explore the amazing world of building the galaxy, droid directory, understanding robotics, as well as your easy step-by-step assembly guide. Start building your favorite droid today. This offer is not available in stores, so go online to buildr2d2.com or call toll-free now and get your first monthly pack for just $9.99 today. Model Space. Start my heart as much as you. 
Welcome to Big Kev's Geek Stuff on NPR. <laughs> I couldn't resist. That's Paul Reiser, by the way. Yeah, man. He actually, I don't know if he wrote it, but I know he sang it. I like Paul Reiser. I dig Paul Reiser. I have no problem with Paul Reiser. It's fun to see him kind of back in the limelight a little bit. Yeah. Thanks to Stranger Things and... All these other things. I think I that's like why we're talking Stranger about Mad About You again, because everybody's like, he popped up in Stranger Things. I know I asked it. Like, yeah. When he popped up in Stranger Things, I'm like, what's, uh, and I, what's I gotta, the deal on Mad About You? I got to tell you, man, <laughs> I, I'm so happy his story in Stranger Things went the way it did. Yes. Because yeah. I was, I was re- spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Stranger Things season two, tough titties. Yeah, get out from under your rock. <laughs> I really was like, as soon as he popped on the screen, I'm like, oh, no, don't. I, it was it was a really smart play Don't on their part. It. Yeah, yeah. I think because the anticipation was uh, it would go the aliens route, right? And they uh, and they, they did it. They threw us a little <laughs> coif ball there. That was nice. And it was nice. It was like a nice thing. So uh, so kudos on that. But yeah, we are back with episode four hundred and seventy nine of uh, Big Kev's Geek Stuff. We're calling this one billions with a B. Four seventy nine. That's awfully close to five hundred. Yeah, it's like half a year away. Just saying. <laughs> Half a year, just assuming we take no weeks off, you know, no one gets sick. No, just saying. Anything, you know. Five hundred is a thing. Speaking of five hundred, R two D two build R two D two dot com. How's how's that tied into? Shut up, because I tied it in. That's good why, link, eh? I'm, I'm professional. I will now tell you five hundred reasons why you should. <laughs> Get uh, no. build R2-D2 uh, the hard com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, This half-scale R2-D2 can be yours. And, you know, this kind of thing with all the incredible, incredible features <clears throat> like the video still camera, extending arms, realistic droid movement projector, and more uh, will cost you thousands of dollars. Would cost you thousands of dollars. But, no, you pay a little bit each month. You get a few parts, and you start putting them together. And before you know it. You have a beautiful half-scale R2 that does so many things, it could choke a horse. Ooh! Well. Yes. In addition to that, you get all the magazines and all the paraphernalia that come with it, uh, which tells you incredible things like building the galaxy, droid directory, understanding robotics, and, of course, your step-by-step R2-D2 assembly guide. Uh, absolutely incredible products from the people that brought you buildmillenniumfalcon.com. And I think there's a new one. Which we may start to speak about. Yeah, one. nice. Um, which which I don't think we're mentioning yet. But uh, check it out at buildr2d2.com. OG, is there a phone number that they can call for more information? Uh, there is, and that would be 877-544-6779. Wonderful. I was tempted to bail you out because I had it right in front of me. Oh, good gonna, on you. I was going to let you rustle. No, I, I had a rustle. I had a rustle hustling. Yes. Through all three pages of the <laughs> hey, look, it's Encyclopedia Prepshitica. This week is traditionally speaking a light news week. But it's a busy week for us. We all had our holidays. Yes, through. we did. So we could take a moment and talk about the things we may have done or, oh. or procured over the holiday oh. break. Oh, what's Santa wanna, bring you? Do you guys want to start first? You want to? Yeah, no, you go first. All right. Um, I got some good stuff. I'm not going to lie. I had, a, I had yeah. a good holiday this year. I got a couple of Blu rays like you do. I got Doctor Strange. I think I got Guardians Volume Two, and uh, I got Moana also, which I needed for my my Disney collection. Right, Moana. Um, so I think the only DC, uh, the only Marvel film I'm behind now, as far as Blu-ray releases go, is Homecoming. I still need Homecoming. Oh, so I will. I will. Really? Is that is that out? Me. Yep. Oh yeah, oh, it's, out. Out? it's yeah, been yeah. out for quite um, a while, a month now? or oh, okay. yeah. Change, yeah. Um, I also got a new um, a new box set. 
the 15th anniversary collector's edition Firefly box set. I want that. Um, it's nice. It comes in a really nice case. It is that comes the Blu-ray? With, uh, it is the Blu-ray. Um, all 14 series episodes, 11 broadcasts, three unaired. The Firefly cast roundtable. Audio commentary on select episodes, three behind-the-scenes featurettes, four deleted scenes, a gag reel, an audition tape, and more. It also looks like it comes with some sort of uh, collectible packaging, a map of the verse. It's a, it's a nice little set. And which which show is that? Uh, it was the show that was based on Serenity. Ah, you missed your opportunity. I, didn't, I don't think I missed um, it. Uh, speaking of this, by the way, it just on a funny side note, uh, um, you know I get the cargo crate. That Luke yeah, yeah, puts yeah. out every month. Right. And so uh, a couple months back, it Wait, was... Wait, you get the Marvel one? No, no. I get the, the Serenity uh, one, the one on the verse. They don't do a Serenity Yeah, one. sure they do. And uh, one, <laughs> of the, one of the giveaways or one of the um, items in the crate that month was uh, a Jane shirt. It was the Jane cutoff blue sun shirt. So it came in and I was like, oh, this is fun. So I threw it on. I pulled out Vera, that PK... So kindly painted for me. I threw nice. on the uh, I threw on the Jane hat. And I you know I posted a photo to social media. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. So every month or every couple of months, they pick people to go in the in the catalog that comes with the new box in the new Signal magazine. And there I am in the new Signal magazine. Nice uh, as Jane. So I thought that was rather funny. Did you uh, did you sign a release for that? Or I did uh... not. No, no. I think I by tagging them, you know that. That you're gonna, they mm. they say they say right in the magazine, tag us if you want to be featured mm. in the uh, in the magazine. Mm. So, mm. so uh, yeah, look, mm. if, you, if you post it on social media, I think you're kind of out there. The mm. one thing is, I don't think they credit the people mm. though that, which is interesting. They don't post your social media handle or anything like that's that. That's too but bad. That's all right. It, I still thought it was funny, and it was a listener. It was West Coast Scott. I know. Yeah, I saw that. that. Sent me the photo. Nice. He's like, is that West oh, Coast hey. Scott is alive? He is alive. Does he have our booze? He's he's a busy man. I gotta get on that kid. He's a busy man. You know, he's had <laughs> he's had major life changes I understand. in his world. But you know, I'm just saying. I'm very happy for him and his movies. I am very happy for him as well. I don't want to talk about it because I don't know I mean I think they've talked about it on social media, but it's not my place. But they've had they've had exciting things go on in their life. True. I love them dearly. I'm yes. very excited for them. Yes. So all of those all of those good things. All the um, things. In addition to that, I got some other really exciting stuff. Um I got uh a, a no one can hear you. I know. I'm trying to pick this up off the ground. It's a new, huge hardcover book. Jesus. It's Jamie Hewlett's uh, new book that he just put out. It's selected works for the last 25 years. That's a lot of years. And um, he's got snippets of Tank Girl, um, Gorillas, um, a bunch of his private work, tarot cards that he had designed, just miscellaneous work. Um uh, photography stuff. It's it's a beautiful book. It's That's nuts. It's it's you know, and I'm a I'm a huge fan. Ooh, I've that is always a huge been book. I've always been a big fan of his work. It's a coffee table book. It is a coffee table book. I've always been a big fan of his work, starting with Tank Girl, sure, and through Gorillas. I'm a right. huge Gorillas fan, um, and I had to have this when I saw it was coming out. So uh, that's an inappropriate cover on this book. We yeah, were uh, it's got a boob. It happens. We were discussing right before the show. <laughs> we were discussing this book and. I, I mentioned to OG that uh, uh, that the new Tank Girl series yes. is being done by an artist who very much reminds us of Jamie Hewlett. I forget the artist's actual name. Right. I know his I know his social media handle is Blitz Cadet. Um, I follow him on Instagram. Right. I love his art. It's beautiful, but it is very 
it is it it is he is clearly inspired right by Jamie Hewlett's work because somewhere along the line there was a series there was that was not done by an artist like Jamie Hewlett that is correct and it was awful but uh, yeah that book has got some it's got some ten girl shorts this, in this it book is amazing it's amazing it's got some oh yeah it's got some gorilla storyboard stuff in it the tarot cards in the back you'd probably really dig PK but Ta- um, tarot in the back you said uh yeah I forget you'll you'll see them. They, they look, they look like, like tarot cards. cards. But, um, Do you know if those are nice. available tarot cards? You know what? I had never seen most of that work until this book. So I don't know if he put it, them out somewhere along the It could be a lot of unreleased stuff. Maybe a Kickstarter kind of thing but, yeah, um, from ages ago. But yeah. So it's it's a great book. I definitely recommend checking it out. If you like art books, if you like his style, um, it's definitely worthwhile. There's an, um, If you can't find them. Oh, oh that's there they are. Are. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're beautiful. Uh, the, his art is so phenomenal. Um, and looking at those quickly, you wouldn't looking at the tarot cards specifically quickly. You don't look at those and go, "Oh, Tenkara!" Like the association yeah, yeah, isn't there, yeah. but it's clearly his style. Right. So, um, yeah, great, great stuff. I oh, I want, I want this set. <laughs> in addition to that, uh, I've got I some work to do. Set. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, I also got right. the little bits droid inventor kit. Um, this is the Star Wars thirty piece droid inventor kit. It's pretty much. You know, a build an R2-D2 or build an astromech kind of set. And it's electronic and you, you build it bit by bit, Here, piece by piece. Here's my problem with this. Yeah. I mean, they're calling it a droid inventor kit. Yeah. But you're just building an, an R2 unit. Yeah, but I, I... I mean, you can make it different colors. I think you can... Yeah, I, I think, think you can program make it, it You too. can make it your own and have it program things, but... But you're not really inventing a droid. You're, you're no, it's... You know what it is? Is this more a droid builder kit? It's it's all that it's all that STEM Stuff that they put out yeah, for kids, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, um, and maybe what, inventor- cells or uh... no, yeah, science, technology, English, and math is that what it is? something? Um, but um, engineering, mathematics, yeah, engineering, math, yeah, um, yeah, that's probably it. It's engineering would make more sense. Um, but uh, I, I don't know the inventor kit. There might be other ones that they put out. Inventor kit might be the product line, and this is the right. Star Wars license right. in the line. I'm not quite sure. Either way, it's fucking hard to d two. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, um, done, done. So, uh, yeah, the the misses did quite quite a good job on on me this year. And then um, two other things I got. So that kit's awesome. I'll post pictures of that as I build it on social media. So make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Geek Stuff with G. Um, I also got from Ben Presto um, a Trunks figure from DBZ because Trunks is my favorite character. Right. Um, I had no idea how big these things were because the box is so tiny and I guess I missed on the box that it's nine wow. and a half inches. That's beastly. Yeah, the Goku is bigger, um, but I think they're to scale. So Goku should be bigger. His hair right. probably right. has an yeah. inch and a half on Trunks. But um, it's, um, you know, it's no articulation. It comes in three pieces. The chest kind of pops off the body. Who did it? Uh, ben Presto is okay. the company that puts them out. They sell these at like Barnes and Noble. Yeah, yeah. I think even Toys R Us has them now in their collector aisle. In the, in the area um, with the pops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's a great look. It's a beautiful figure. I mean, yeah. it's it's got some real weight to it. Oh, wow. It yeah. stands nice. It's a great display piece. All it makes me do now is I want to get a Goku and I want to get a Piccolo if they put it out in the same scale. So, um, but yeah, it's a beautiful figure. And then I, I treated uh, myself. He, uh. He has some standing issues a little bit. He has a base. Oh, He has okay. a little All bit right. of a base as well. Um, I treated myself to a couple of other things over the holiday. Oh, treats? Um, I treated myself to a couple of pops. Uh-huh. I got the two Jughead Jones pops uh-huh. from Hot Topic, one in the leather in the serpent's jacket and one with the beanie. Um, 
also, uh, this was a Hot Topic exclusive. It's uh, the DC uh, DC Comics Bombshells Canary. Oh. Black Canary Dorbs. It's exclusive to Hot Topic, that nice. one. Um, so, yeah. So, are Dorbs their pops? No. No, Dorbs is actually an, another it's, Funko it's a, product. It's another okay. Funko style. Um, it's just another style. Funko has a couple of styles now. They have the Pop. They have Dorbs. They have Rock Candy. Um, and there was that vinyls. other one. Yeah. The, the two-pack vinyls yeah, are now yeah. out. There was the other one. There was that other one that was like Seinfeld. Yeah, I can't weird, remember yeah, I what, what it's called now. Um, that came and went quickly. I just saw a picture of their... Not to not to rip on Funko because I'm obviously I'm a fan, but I just saw the picture of their uh, uh, of their um, Mortal Kombat figures. Yeah, but the Mortal I see it's weird. So the Mortal Kombat figures are three and three quarters. Yeah, but they look like He Man figures. Yeah, yeah, but to me, they look like those old three and three quarter figures that had the huge exaggerated chests, like some of those old. Some of the older G.I. Joe figures, they had huge upper torsos. Okay. I think that's the style that they were going for. Right. They're weird. I it, saw a picture. But, I was but that line is love or hate. Yeah. That Mortal Kombat line is right down the middle. It's yep. either people love it and what they were going for or absolutely hate everything they've yeah. done with it. Yeah. So that's a that's a weird line. Um, I also picked up for myself because um, I got on a, a discount. I don't have it open right now, but it's it's called Studio Box. Studio Box.me is the website. And it's a little tiny light box. It's perfect for, you know, one or two figures, no more than ten inches, I would say. So you can't photograph statues in it. But oh, six it's inch a, figures. Oh. It's a light box. It's got a nice LED. It comes with a black or white right. background. It's completely collapsible. Okay. It's portable. Um and it's cute. For film for shooting just like one or two figures at a time, it's I paid twenty five bucks okay. for it. I think I think retail on it might be forty five or fifty, but I it was a deal or something. But it's a nice little box for shooting stuff in. Um, I've been playing around with it a little bit. It's I'll show you after the show. I'll, I'll cool. bust it out, but it's cute for for what it is. But yeah, Studio Box is what it's called. So, yeah. So I I, I, had a, I had a good break. I got some good stuff. Nice. How about you guys? Jews guys. You want to go? Who goes first? I go first. No, you go first? I, I, I honestly, I, I mean, relevant to the show, yeah. I have almost not. I treated myself uh, on Black Friday, but I may have spoken about it before now, to the, um, I did as I always do. I tune in on Black Friday to the Weta uh, Black Friday specials. Uh, right. This year, I saved up all my nickels and pennies, and they did a reverse, or not reverse auction, What's it called? I can't remember what it's called. It's one of those auctions where the price declines every half hour. Oh, the right, right. But they don't tell you how many of them there are. Yeah. And the price declines. Well, you know that big, giant smog that we always look at? Uh-huh. And we're like, holy crap, if that thing wasn't $600, yeah, mm. <laughs> I would be on that. Well, I got that, and I got it for less than three. Wow. So, that's awesome. I, and I literally... Oh. What? Now, I just remembered one other thing that I want to mention. I actually stayed in it until I sweat in bullets. <laughs> I stayed in it right until the end. And then they're posting, you know, they post updates on the product page. And it's like, oh, only a few left. So this many, you know, like seven have sold or 12 have sold or whatever. And there's only and there's literally minutes left in the thing to go. And I'm just like. Uh, before the final sort of level, you know, right. that, that you, because you know the block of time right. occurs. So you know that the next drop will be the last drop. 
you know, and if you order it and complete the order, you know, you'll get it. Well, I'm sweating bullets in the <laughs> last five minutes before that last drop. I lost the computer to my sig- the signal of my computer, and yeah. I was just, I was like out and about, and I was just like, ah, I <laughs> waited this long, and it's, <laughs> it's finally affordable, and uh, and 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 sure enough, I completed my order, and all things went well. So I would say that's probably the biggest. Score related to sort of show content. I got I got some other things for, yeah. from some other people that were very nice. Sure, but uh, related to the program, actually, you know what? Actually, I'll bring in one of the things I got next week that actually is sort of relatable to the show. Uh, and I should have thought of it, but I was I was woefully unprepared for right. today. So, That's all right. Um, I'll bring that. I'll bring that book. It's a book. I'll bring it in next week. It's cute. Uh, I'm trying to think. No, that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Nice. How about you? I I did pretty good. I got a couple uh, a couple really good magic books. Nice. Um, related to my craft that I'm really excited to learn some new things on, and and one uh, one in particular I can mention uh, is is more about the craft of of. Uh, crafting your routine it's called scripting magic and it's actually okay. volume two and uh the they've re-released the original scripting magic which was out of print for a while uh if anybody is listening that are our magical performers i know we have a, a few out yeah. there um i can't recommend these books highly enough and now that scripting magic is available the the author is P- peter mccabe and you can get it in uh most of the the magic retailers and uh, and shops um but i can't recommend it enough it, it's basically just a, a a there's no tricks you know, they, they, but there are there are scripts with tricks in them, but they're somebody else's scripts. So you right. don't necessarily want to use those. But it's it is the best guide. It, ch- it changed the game entirely for me on how I how I approach creating routines cool. for my magic and and scripting magic. It's a, it's a great series, and the second volume is also outstanding. Um, and I got another book that's secret. All right, but Ooh. also but also very good. Uh, <laughs> I got a uh, probably one of my favorite things. I got a Darth Vader goblet. <laughs> nice. That uh, the missus picked up in a Dwayne Reeks. We we went to a Christmas party at uh, at some fellow geeks home uh, in uh, in New York and um, uh, she drank wine out of this uh, this Darth Vader goblet. It's it's a hot uh, or cold yeah. glass, uh, you know, cuz it comes with hot chocolate uh, packages Ooh. in with it. But that's my wine glass, and yeah. it served me well as my wine glass for uh, for New Year's <laughs> Eve just a couple of days ago. Ever since, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a uh, that's a pretty exciting thing. Um, probably the the most re- relevant to this show is is not necessarily a gift, but uh, but an experience that I had on uh, New Year's Eve. We went out to uh, visit good friends out in the Poconos, and uh, said good friend ha- has himself a um, a virtual reality uh, setup that is outstanding. He's got nice. he's got a whole Room. He's got, I guess, probably ten by ten ish room. Maybe, maybe, maybe ten by twelve. A good size room uh, devoted to being the VR room. The computers in the other room, right? And he's got a beefy gaming system too. And he runs us over the uh, v- the VR system he has is the HTC uh, uh-huh. Vive, yeah, or is it Vive? I've played with those before; they're Vive. amazing. Vive, Vive, yeah, in French, as in Vive la France. It's, it's French, yeah, yeah. So the HTC Vive, and um, and he has it with the uh, the additional like the the earphone attachment on mm-hmm. the back, which uh, which it, it make, first of all it makes the headset more comfortable and easier to adjust because now now there's a knob on it. <laughs> Twist that knob, and then you you tighten the headset yeah. right up and bring everything into focus. A very comfortable headset. And um, the uh, there's little ear uh, earphones that pop down over your ears on there, so there's enough going in. So I was able to hear coaching from the other room, right? Uh, if I was, you know, to mainly to figure out how to operate everything, um, but uh, but also you know, so you're not completely lost in that world, and you can hear if the house is burning down, right? right. You know, it's good to have that little <clears throat> bit of 
outside noise getting in a there. A tether, as yeah. it were. Um, the, 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 one of the coolest things that I found about it is that this, the, the setup, the, and I've researched it since then, the, the Vive setup comes with the headset, the two controllers that you need, yep. and it comes with the two light boxes that you, uh, you mount up in the room. And these light boxes, um, they're different from the, the other makers have these sensors, which are typically camera sensors. Right. The light boxes, I think it's, I want to say it's infrared or it's, it's, it's something invisible. Fucking things map the room. Oh yeah. It's insane. And it's nuts. Yeah. And uh, what I really loved about it is, is you know, if you get a little carried away in moving around, you get a little blue grid that pops up that basically yep. says, you're approaching a wall, son. Back it up. Yep. Um, so it really, it was very quick to get used to. I, it, playing a game called Gorn, I did kind of slam the wall with the controller once because I, yeah. I didn't quite understand how <laughs> things were going. Um, and then uh, our other friend perfected what we called the whack-a-mole move in, uh, in how to defeat the uh, other gladiators in that game. And, uh, oh, my God, so much blood. I, so I, much blood in that game. I got to play with the Vive. Um, I played the Rick and Morty game. That's what I was going to get oh to. Oh, my God. So he has the uh, the virtual Rickality. Yes! And it it is uh, astoundingly good. Oh. It is so much fun. It's It was really irritating, too, at one point. Because uh, the whole... Uh, did you get as far as the bit where you have to fix the engine? No, I didn't get that There's far. There's a puzzle involved with that one that pissed me the fuck off. And it, t- and it took me a long time. But I spent a good forty-five minutes to an hour yeah. in uh, in Rick's uh, Rick and Morty's world there, and it's 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 great. You you are in Rick's garage. Oh yeah, like it's 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 beautifully perfectly rendered, and it's uh, the the atmosphere is great. Uh, everything it's it's you know the cast records mm-hmm. uh, the uh, recorded the video for it, uh, recorded the audio for it. Excuse me. So there's it's it is a, it's another Rick and Morty episode that you are now inside of. That's because Justin Roiland is obsessed. With virtual reality. Well, thank God yeah. for that. Thank God for that. It was it was so much fun playing with that, and and it's like I'm I was legit last night. We you know, we we got you know, we got home and uh, yeah. we're hanging out, and I I break out the laptop and I start going to Best Buy like, oh, how much is a gaming laptop going to yeah, cost yeah. me? <laughs> how much is the HTC Vive going to cost me? You know, that might be, I might be able to reach that yeah. somewhere down the line, maybe a little later this year. Really hashing it out because it's it I I got the hang of things really quick. Oh sure. It's a it's a very intuitive sort of thing, and it's just just the immersion. Uh, I've had fun with VR, but I've kind of lost interest because I had the Viewmaster thing. I still have it, right? And I have another, I bought another one of those headsets. Um, I had the uh, gear. Yeah, uh, the gear was the one I bought. The um, I got the gear for free, uh, but I had the gear. Was I can't the one remember I which one I bought. It, it was a white one that you slide the phone into. Yeah, oh, like the Google um, Cardboard almost. Almost, yeah, but yeah. it's it a big plastic thing, and it's yeah. kind of heavy and inconvenient. Um, so I kind of just lost interest and also there's, there's minimal control. You don't really have control over what you're doing. Right. So it's, it's mainly those, those platforms are for watching VR films. Right. You know, right. And just kind of sitting and taking in, uh, sites and whatnot through it. Uh, but be, this is my first experience with really interacting with someone in a virtual world. And the, the, the controllers are, are really interesting. I love, I love the, there is a haptic feedback to it. Um, so there was a, a game, uh, he, he put me in something called the lab, where there's like several different mini games that go on, and uh, one of which was an archery longbow mini game where you're defending right. a castle against these little stick figure hordes mm-hmm. that are coming at you, and you could feel the arrow knock. It was really wild. Yeah. Like it, there's there's just not that little little tap of the vibration where I feel like I'm knocking the arrow. So it really, really wild experience. I can't wait till someone develops the Oasis game. <laughs> well, that's what, I mean, we were talking about. I, first of all, I'm floored that we're not seeing advertisements for. Yeah. I, I can't believe there's not going to be some form of pl- product launch. The movie's in March. Yeah. And I, I mean, I called it when we first talked about them. Uh, Spielberg saying we're making this film. 
you know, there's got to be a the VR is starting to do a thing now. So there's got to be some sort of product launch for Google Cardboard or something to to for the Oasis. And if we haven't seen anything. It's kind of it's it's blowing my mind a little bit. And I know like, Lucas they're is, not capitalizing on that. LucasArts is developing some sort of Star Wars related one too. So it's they, it's, yeah. it's it's all coming down the pipe. That one's out with the saber. Yeah. No. But no. 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 But there's there's one that they showed the up. Jedi challenges. Yeah. Yeah. They, there's one they showed a while ago. The very preliminary, and it was a guy walking on Endor, and it was just like he was. There were like Ewoks around and like troopers and shit, nice. and it was. It looked pretty cool, mm, but. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Yeah. Man. I, it's a, the, my downfall, a, a good Star Wars virtual reality experience um, along along that line, certainly that invi- involves lightsabers. Yeah. That's my downfall. And God damn it, if, if a decent Tron thing comes along. Yeah, yeah. It's over. I, I, <laughs> I have VR. I, I have to have VR for those things. For but, sure. Because I, I already want it desperately now. Um, so once you give me something in my wheelhouse like that, it's done. Did you price it out? What did it look like? Uh, well, the the Vive itself is uh, I think it was like four hundred ish, three ish, three yeah. between three and four hundred. I looked at the PlayStation stuff, and I've and play, all of this involves a a hardware upgrade across the board. Like right. I can't I can't patch into a PS3. I have I, so there's a hardware purchase for a PS4 in addition to the hardware purchase of their VR material. Um, but there's limitations with that. Like you have right. the PlayStation camera that's set up, and you have to be in front of the PlayStation camera. So that limits me to putting it in my living room. And uh, and I think that would mess with my mobility with having, you know, we have a coffee table, we have right. couches, we have shit in the way. Um, so I think that, I don't know that a PlayStation experience in VR would be as satisfying as what I experienced uh, it just, uh, no. over, over New Year's. The Vive is really the top of the line. It really is something. And uh, and the thing with the Vive, the, way, the thing I'm looking at is like, I, I don't want to buy a whole new, I don't want to build a, te- a desktop PC. Because again, that's going to limit me and put me in, in an office upstairs or we right. have to make space, you know, downstairs. If I do the laptop thing, yeah. I can put that son of a bitch anywhere. anywhere. I can bring it over here. You could, right, you could just set it up. I could bring it to, to other friends' houses. I could bring it to uh, you know events and whatnot, yeah. and set it up and, and have some fun with people. So I think if I were if I were to have the spare coin to go that route, I think the the laptop and and uh, unit would be the yeah. way to go. So you're looking um, at a couple grand. So yeah, yeah, uh, in in that area or but. but uh, some of the laptops I'm looking at, like I, I, there are options on the laptop front that yeah. are that are that will handle what I what I need, uh, will handle the needs of the system, uh, without being extraordinarily expensive. Like you know, like the seven eight hundred dollar range on oh, there. Okay. So uh, I think it can be done for uh, two grand. I think under two grand. I think closer to fifteen. That's not bad. I think which is that's good. reasonable. Not bad. Um, very quickly, the very last thing that I have. Um. Uh, artist Stephen Gordon, who did a bunch of the character designs for X-Men Evolution, um, a, amongst a bunch of other things, he ha- he's been selling off, like, original character sketches that he did for the show. Oh, oh wow. And cheap. Like, cheap, cheap. Right. Um, and I picked up a Nightcrawler. You did? Yeah, it was like 50 bucks. Wait. <laughs> wow. Ca- wait. Disguised Nightcrawler or undisguised Nightcrawler? Undisguised Nightcrawler. Oh, that's so, awesome. So, yeah. Um... PK, behind you on the desk, yep. it, on that white piece of paper right there, see that? that? That is the sketch itself. It just showed up yesterday, actually. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Um, and that's nice. a, the original character design sketch? Yeah. He, he has a bunch of them for a bunch of different characters, and he's been selling them off. So it's what he has left is limited. Wow. But when I saw that he was doing it, um, and then I saw that he had a Nightcrawler, I was like, much. And I, I was mean, expecting. I was expecting that's to a be like two hundred, two hundred bucks, yeah. one hundred fifty. He was like fifty bucks, and I was I'm like, like, 
fifteen hours. So, but I have to, I have to have that. So, um, <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's a beautiful. It's not inked. It's not colored. Right. It's just a character sketch, but it's really nicely done. Yeah. And I really like the designs on Evolution. Um, yeah. And it's actually, it's a, uh, it's different. a different outfit, by different the way. Costume, yeah. It's a different costume. It's, it's a, it, maybe it's the original design maybe, before maybe they, they went, went that route. Way, yeah. yeah. But, um, but it's a great piece. It's a great sketch. So, um, but he's still selling stuff. So if you follow, if you find him on Facebook, Stephen E. Gordon, I believe on Facebook, Stephen um, e. Gordon. he's got a bunch of stuff and, uh, it's really nice. So check it out. Nice. All right. With that. Gentlemen, I think we can probably roll into the plugs, yeah? Sure. Uh, yeah, I think I sound like a pain. Don't forget, you can find us online each and every week over at bkgeekstuff.com. Of course, you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com backslash bkgeekstuff. Um, if you subscribe to Patreon, depending on which Tyrion, you'll get certain bonuses like Tyrion. Early... What's uh, the Tyrion Tears one? you're in. A part- Tyrion party on? Party on with Tyrion? Yep, yeah. Okay. I drink and I know things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get early access to the episodes, bonus content, live streams, the Discord chat, and other things that I can't remember off the top of my head. So definitely want to check that out. And your support helps immensely. Thank you to everybody yes. who pledged. A couple of you upgraded before the end of the month. You upped your pledges. Thank cool. you for that. Nice. Um, you know, it was it was a great first month. I'm excited to see what the second month. And tell uh, a friend. Friends. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you want to tell uh, people about the Patreon? Yep. Or the Patreon, or whatever the Patreon. hell it is. Patreon. Party on. And uh, all of our other social media uh, experiences as well. Yep. Facebook.com backslash BK Geek Stuff as well. Um, and then uh, personally, I am Geek Stuff OG across the board. I'm Big Kev GS. I'm Xbox if I ever get back on. And I am BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. And I'm K Robert Marlowe on Instagram and Twitter, where you can reach me if you want to send me an HTC Vive uh, for an evaluation copy uh, for the show. Is that uh, what will get you back on yeah, Twitter? That'll, that'll get me back on Twitter. Or if you just want to you know, send a gift, you know, if you're feeling generous, uh, well, that's uh, certainly acceptable. What sort of things will you do with uh, cake in order to get a <laughs> Vive? I will virtually jump in cake in. Uh, in, in, I don't think virtually, in the game cake game. I don't think virtually is going to do it. Virtually is not going to cut the cake. No. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, wow. Thanks, folks. Thanks. I think it's uh, PK's cheeks going to have to <laughs> PK cheek stuff. <laughs> I could, you know what? I could threaten to do the cheeks and cake I thing. Don't, I don't. I don't. I don't want that. To but but I th- you know send me the thing and then I won't do it. Uh, there oh, you there, you there you go. I think we got a plan Reverse here. Reverse psychology. Oh. Yeah. You, right. you send him one or he will do it. Yay! <laughs> and with that, Big Kev. With that, OG, we will bring this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode four hundred and seventy-nine. The one we called Billions with a B uh, to an end the way we end some episodes by saying, troll the respawn, Jeremy. And on that note, we cue the music.